0: Friends, will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, send your spirit now. Till the soil of our hearts, our innermost being, until you find that good soil. That the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts might be like a seed planted in that soil. And in the life that springs forth, may it be pleasing to you. For you and you alone, O God, are our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. So I want to start today by inviting you to imagine the face of someone in your mind who you struggle to find uh, any good in. Maybe it's the face of a historical figure. Or maybe it's the face of someone you know or have known, maybe a bully from your past or one from your present. Maybe it's someone you know who who acts one way in public, but a very different way in private. I'll tell you who it's been for me this past week. I came across an article on some news website last Sunday afternoon And it was about this uh, outspoken pastor from somewhere outside Nashville. The fact that he had made national news gives you an idea of just how outspoken this pastor is. Anyway, one thing leads to another, and an hour later I'm knee-deep in this guy's Twitter feed. And almost everything that he seems to have to say to the world is full of just vitriol and and hate. And and to make it worse, the thing that really gets me going, of course, is it's all done under the banner of Jesus Christ. Scrolling through, I read one thing after another and wonder to myself, what what good, what good is there possibly in someone like this? We all have those people, don't we? Those people that we read about in the newspaper, but also those people that make the headlines of our everyday lives. People who we struggle. We struggle to find any good in. But what if I told you that Jesus, Jesus sees things a little differently. There are a lot of different ways to view this parable, and no doubt many of you have heard more than one sermon on the parable of the sower. We could almost take five weeks to make our way through this single parable, spending a week on each of the different types of soil, and maybe a final week talking about God as the sower. You can talk about how wasteful the sower is, throwing seed everywhere when only a few are going to actually take. You can read this parable and spend time pondering the mystery of how so much of life seems to grow unseen underneath the surface as roots reach deep down into the dark ground. But as I read the parable this week, something else struck me. I, I sat there reading it thinking about Jesus, of course, as the sower spreading the seed. But typically I think I've read this parable and I think about each of the soil types as being a different kind of person. Some people are going to get it and some people aren't, right? But as I read it this time, it occurred to me that the landscape Jesus is spreading this seed upon is the landscape of each of our individual lives, right? Each and every one of us have all four of these types of soil. I come to church often and I pray with you that prayer of confession. Lord, if I claim to be perfect in any way, then I deceive myself, and the truth is not in me, right? Within me, within you, there is rocky soil, those parts of us that really struggle to grow anything new. There are those pieces in each of us that are like a hard-packed path, impenetrable. We let almost no one get beneath the surface of those parts of our lives. And then, of course, there are those thorny places, too. Those places that things get caught up in and we hold tight to, reluctant to let anything go. Right? Every single person has all the types of soil. But in order for that to be true, it means that every single person also has somewhat some good soil in them as well. This is a radical parable because in order for this parable, this preaching Jesus is giving to the disciples long ago and to you and me disciples today, in order for this to be good news for us, then it must also be good news for our worst enemies, for those people we despise, for those people even that maybe we go out of our way to avoid. In order for this parable to be good news for us, then it also has to be good news for them as well. Because if we each have all of these different types of soil in us, then it means that those faces we are imagining somewhere, somehow, also have good soil in them. You see, this is a parable, I think, for today. This is a parable for this world, for these times in which we are living. Some of you know that I really enjoy columns written by David Brooks, A few weeks ago, right before July 4th, he wrote a column where he diagnosed our society, our American society, as being one that is plagued by individualism. There's this great line in there where he says, We have lost our spirit as a nation because we have lost our fierce sense, love that, our fierce sense of belonging to one another. I had this parable, this parable of the sower in the back of my mind as I read this column, and and it was almost as if I could hear Brooks saying that we have lost our spirit as a nation, perhaps even as a world and as a people, because we have lost our ability to see good soil in our neighbors, all of them. Friends, this is a parable for our world today. Because if Jesus can look down on the landscape of my life, on the rocky parts and the hard parts and the thorny parts, and still see good soil, then it means Jesus can look down on the landscape of every life and find good soil there as well. Doesn't mean Jesus looks down on every idea or ideology and calls it good. Racism, violence, hatred, bigotry, these are things that will never have a place in the heart of God. But it does mean that Jesus looks down on every person and finds soil, if only a little, but enough, from which new life is yet possible. And if we believe that to be true, then friends, we have to live like it. We have to model for this world, which is indeed plagued by so many things, what it looks like to disagree without demeaning. We have to model for this world what it looks like to live sacrificially, to sacrifice for the common good. Right? We have too often forgot that at the heart of the Christian faith is sacrifice. A God who sacrificed himself on the cross for who? For us. You and I, we are called to do likewise. To sacrifice our own well-being, our own comfort for the well-being of others. We have to live like we believe that it is true that there is good soil in every person. And foremost, what that means is that we have to love others. We don't always have to like them, but we do have to love them. So imagine that face once more. Maybe it's a face that's familiar to many of us. Or maybe it's a face that's familiar only to you. Maybe it's your face. So Alan, you're you're telling me, you're telling me that I have to find good soil in this person. I got you right there. Well, I'm not telling you that. but someone is. Friends, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.